Hey there and happy summer. You might not have expected to hear from me as the podcast is on summer break right now, but I had to come and repost an old episode with my old mentor, Megan Telpner from the Academy of Culinary Nutrition, because I wanted to let you know that the Academy of Culinary Nutrition is now enrolling for their September 15th, 2022 start date. Now this is the culinary program that I took after nutrition school to really give me confidence and help me with teaching food workshops. I learned more about knife skills. I learned more about food and how to actually bring it into the kitchen and help my clients with meal planning and prepping and recipe building. Honestly, I learned so, so much from this program. And you're going to hear in the interview with Megan just how Academy of Culinary Nutrition can help you in your nutrition business, whether you're starting from scratch or maybe you have quite an extensive nutrition background. This program is such a fundamental program to help you take what you're learning about nutrition and apply it to real life situations with food. Again, I'm so happy I took this program. It's been such a godsend in my life, even just, you know, meal prepping day to day for me and my family. And also with my nutrition clients when I used to practice, I swear that this program was super life-changing for me just to actually give me the confidence to put myself out there and, you know, start working with clients and start running workshops. It's actually been such a good program for my self-confidence as well. So the reason that I'm putting this out as a bonus is, again, the program is starting September 15th. 2022 and if you're interested in learning more or joining you can go to stephanielong.ca slash culinary nutrition now that link's going to tell you everything you need to know about the program you can learn more you can join from that link just to let you know it is an affiliate link but again I only share programs that I absolutely love and I think you're going to love this one so take a listen to the episode that I did with Megan actually two years ago definitely applicable today if you're looking to add more culinary nutrition into your business Enjoy. Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high-paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. Now, today's episode was one of my favorites to record because, well, first off, I was talking with somebody that I so admire, Megan Telpner, all about her program, Academy of Culinary Nutrition. And I actually had a little bit of a fangirl moment. Um, talking to her was honestly like talking to a friend. It was such a joy to have a conversation with her, to learn more about her and her story in going from nutritionist and then business owner opening the culinary nutrition school and to see where she's gone with it was just so motivating and inspiring and I know you guys will be motivated and inspired too. Now the Academy of Culinary Nutrition is a program that teaches you how to get in the kitchen, meal prep and plan and run workshops and so many different things you can do with this training. I actually took this course back in 2015 and added it to my nutrition practice and was able to help my clients in so many different ways inside and outside of the kitchen and I highly highly recommend this program as one to really help to bring your nutrition training to the next level. Now, Megan Telpner is a Toronto-based author, speaker, nutritionist, and founder of the Academy of Culinary Nutrition. 
She's the author of two best-selling books, Undiet, Eat Your Way to Vibrant Health, and The Undiet Cookbook. Megan has been featured in Forbes and was ranked one of the top 100 female entrepreneurs in Canada by Profit Magazine and was named Best Holistic Nutritionist in 2017 and 2018 by National Nutrition. With over 10 years in the field, Megan works tirelessly to empower her global community of certified culinary nutrition experts to become health leaders in the respective communities. For more info, you can visit MeganTelpner.com. And I can't wait for you to listen to this episode because like I said, I had so much fun chatting with Megan and I know you're going to really enjoy it as well. Hey, Megan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today to talk all about Academy of Culinary Nutrition. I am a huge, huge fan. I'm like, actually kind of fangirling that you're on. So thank you for being here. Uh, Thank you for hosting me. And thank you for all the amazing work you're doing in supporting the, the budding nutritionist world. Yeah, it's definitely something I know I needed support with. Actually, kind of a little bit of a backstory. Um, When I took your program, you were running your biz rocking program. I think it maybe was like the beginning of you starting that. But anyways, that program helped me a lot with those foundational pieces. So if I didn't even have you, I probably would be completely lost right now. (laughs) shucks. I don't know. I kind of feel like people find their way when they are committed to doing so. Do you recall what year you did the program? Yeah, I always forget if I, I think I took it 2015. And then it was like, I think in January is when I officially graduated. So I believe 2015. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So why don't we just get started? I know a lot of people listening probably already know about you and are fans of you. But for those of those listening that don't know how, how about you tell us about yourself and how you actually started Academy of Culinary Nutrition? Absolutely. So I got into the field of nutrition, like many of us do dealing with my own health crisis. I was working in advertising at the time, and just got basically too sick to go to work. And I remember trying to figure this out. I'd been sick for about three years until I was diagnosed. And in that time, I was just doing research and dabbling here and there and learning about nutrition. And I don't even know where I learned that like nutrition school was a thing, but I found my way there and it was so eye-opening and so inspiring. And I loved what I was learning. And through the course of all of this, I regained my health as well. But after graduating, there, I realized there was a, a major gap in what I'd been taught, which was around applying nutrition knowledge in the kitchen, like making it really, really practical and skills-based and something that was at the foundation of health, which is the the 21 meals we eat in a week or more if you're into like the six smaller meals a day, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so really what my motivation was, well, it was twofold. It was that I needed to learn to cook. I wanted to find people who were interested in eating good food. And I wanted to make some friends who were interested in healthy living. And so with that, I started these small six person cooking classes in my little Toronto uh, loft kitchen. And over the span of a couple of years, I grew that course offering until it was a full certification program that people could take here in the kitchen. And then in 2013, I launched it online as the culinary nutrition expert program. And six months later, I sort of built this school around it, a virtual school, the Academy of Culinary Nutrition, which uh, officially launched in May of 2014. And that sort of was the evolution of the Academy of Culinary Nutrition. The initial intention was to first 
learn to cook myself, teach other people how to cook with whole from scratch ingredients, make it helpful, delicious, easy, all those important things, and then build a community that could support this. Um, We've since evolved it to be able to not just teach the teachers, you know, inspire our students and graduates to share this knowledge with others. But we now also have the opportunity for our graduates to become Academy of Culinary Nutrition certified instructors and teach a set of classes that we have created for this opportunity. And ultimately the mission and why the Academy of Culinary Nutrition exists is because the core of our health is at the end of our fork. And if we're not eating well and know how to do that for ourselves and ultimately be able to share that with others, there's always going to be a health deficit in our, in our bodies and our households and our families. And and that radiates outwards. And I think we're, we're kind of seeing that right now in the world. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. Wow. And I'm just so inspired by listening to you because I love that you just took this like small idea and you're like, let's try it out. It started out in your, like your actual kitchen, right? It started out, yeah, and I'm, I'm sitting in the same space as I speak to you. It's a 600-square-foot loft where I lived, and, you know, there's no walls in it, so there was, like, my little kitchen table. There was, like, tiny galley kitchen, and then there was my bed and my rolling racks with my clothes, and that was where I started teaching cooking classes. And strangely, no one thought it was weird. It was just sort of this, <laughs> this downtown Toronto experience. Yeah, I guess that's true. They're like, yeah, just figure it out wherever you are. But I think that actually is so inspiring for those people listening or sitting there being like, it needs to be the perfect conditions for me to start. I have to have a workshop space or I need to have, you know, all the kitchen tools or whatever. Like, it sounds to me like you just put things together and started where you could and look what it's evolved into. Like, it's incredible. It will always be the absolute right time to start something or the absolute worst time to start something. It just depends on how you want to look at it. I started my business in September of 2008, right before the massive economic crash. We can look at what's going on now and be like, this is no time to start a business. Or in the health field, say, this is the absolute most critical time to deep dive in the professional development so that when the world awakens and realizes, wait a second, I got to own my health you're ready. You are ready to be that person to lead the conversation. Mm, I love that so much. Yeah. Like so inspiring. Woohoo. Well, let's like equip people with, you know, how they can maybe take that next step to join a program like ACM, because it's something that I know personally, like when I started nutrition consulting without having this, I was doing consultations, like just one-on-one work with people, but I wasn't doing a lot of like I guess, activities that were making me visible. Like at the time I wasn't doing workshops. Um, I wasn't really thinking outside of the box. I was just doing the model of that, what I was taught from school. So then fast forward, I took your program and really like you showed me and I hope you take this as a compliment, but you just showed me that I could show up as goof and as myself (laughs) and like maybe mess up in the kitchen because your videos are just so like honest and genuine. Like you're like, this happened, whatever. Um, Obviously, they're still really professional, but you're just you. And that really gave me the permission to like, be like, okay, Stephanie, put things into perspective. If you mess up, you mess up. It's totally fine. Like Megan's doing it so you can do it too. So why don't we just dig into the conversation then of like, number one, like what would be the difference between someone taking like a holistic nutrition program versus your culinary program? Right. Great question. And I do want to say, like, I'm grateful that from, and I think part of why I show up like that in my videos is because I taught in person for so long and you get that 
immediate response to how you are. And if I had tried to be exceptionally polished in person, it would have just been too exhausting to keep up because it's just not who I am. I look, I look up to people who are, you know, can effortlessly make everything look just so beautiful. Not me, but, uh, (laughs) The question about, you know, how this is different, and it's really hard for me to compare to any other programs because I studied nutrition, oh no, 13 years ago was like, oh gosh, how did I become like the old person in this business? And it's, it, in some ways it has changed in a huge way. And unfortunately, in some ways it hasn't changed at all. So it's really hard for me to sort of compare it to what else is out there. Cause I just don't know. I haven't, I haven't done anything else. Um, I haven't taken anyone else's programs. Not that I haven't done anything else. I've done lots of, co- of more training, but not in the traditional sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, I always throw it back to the individual and, you know, a lot of us want to work in the health field or, you know, have that health influence, out in the world. But ultimately what, what the individual has to think about is what do you want your work day to look like? What kind of services do you want to be able to offer? What kind of work will make you feel fulfilled and energized and excited and inspired ongoing? And so if you think about doing cupboard cleanouts and you're like, I want to keep doing that, then that by all means, that's a great thing, service to offer. If you want to be doing one-on-one consulting and doing that research into health conditions and supplements and all of that, then that's a different path than if you want to be working with food and creating recipes and meal plans and testing recipes and writing cookbooks and teaching one-on-one cooking classes or, or group workshops or online workshops or you know, so it really comes down to the type of work the individual really wants to be doing after getting their education. And in some cases, it doesn't have to be an either or. It doesn't have to be a holistic nutrition or a natural nutrition or an integrative nutrition or a culinary nutrition. It could be any of those other three plus this because I created this program because it didn't exist, because it was filling a void, um, a gap in the learning that that people in the health field could do. And so it was really designed to complement all of the existing programs, but be in-depth enough that it could stand on its own and someone could take this 14-week certification, graduate from it, and be fully equipped, empowered, and have the knowledge and skills to actually start a business, start working in the field, or potentially get a job with a company that has aligned philosophies and apply your skills to a bigger company. And, you know, not everyone who studies nutrition needs to or should start their own business. A lot of people um, can do really well taking an an entrepreneurial spirit and applying it in an aligned company. Mm, So true. So true. And I don't even like reflecting back on why I took the program, like I don't even actually think I knew why. Like I wasn't like I want to be a culinary nutritionist. I was just like, this looks really interesting to me. Just like you said, this is filling kind of a little bit of a gap of what I didn't receive in my program. Um, It's going to go deeper. And I just at that point was like, I want to learn everything. Like I don't really care what it is. Like just let me learn. But going through the program, it really opened me up to other possibilities because like I said earlier, I was only really thinking 
like linear, like one-on-one coaching work with clients. And then once I started doing workshops, thanks to your, your assignment at the end, you have to do a workshop. Is that still what the assignment is? Sure is. Yeah, well, that was like terrifying and really exciting at the same yeah. time for me. And I was like, wow, I can do this. Like, I'm rocking it. I like getting in front of people. Sure, it's scary. And my armpits are sweating profusely, but I'll do it. And I think like taking the program and just kind of rolling with it, lots of things came out of it that I didn't even expect. So kind of to reflect back on when you said, you know, it wasn't an either or for me. It was like a complimentary joining yeah. of the like I was never like, I never loved school. Like I, like the fact that I now run one is kind of ironic, but I, like I, I, in high school, I did well. And in university I did really well, but it was more figuring out the systems to get the good grades. And what I wanted to do with this program from the start was make it really, really practical. So every assignment relates to building a skill and learning something. And they're all, you know, they build upon each other. So at the at the end, when you have that teaching experience where you have to execute on the workshop you created, you know the information inside and out. And what's so incredible to witness every year, and this is the ninth run of it online, is the fear that people have, the slight terror, but then ultimately it always results in incredible exhilaration that, oh my goodness, I just learned so much. I can communicate it more effectively than I thought. I knew more than my audience, which is all you ever really need to know when you're teaching just one thing more than what anyone in the audience knows. But then building that confidence and the transformation that happens in people in pushing their limits and, and, experiencing what they're capable of, that kind of transcends the curriculum of the program. That is actually life transformative. And how people show up in their lives after taking this program, whether they actually apply culinary nutrition in a professional sense or just, you know, keep it to their own home kitchen, which has incredible value on its own. But the way that I've seen graduates just reach new levels in their own development and their life and professionally, whether it's in this field or beyond it, outside of it. Um, that's something I couldn't have predicted or expected, but it, it, I have no doubt that it's a result of the limits that are pushed and how much people are able to achieve in this, in this, you know, specific time frame of the program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Like I, I totally resonate with that because I, I do really feel like my life was changed from it because like I said, like I wasn't doing workshops and that is what I do most of my time now is, is present and teach and, and teach others how to teach as well. So um, really, if it wasn't for, I mean, I know it's putting a lot of pressure on that one assignment, but if I didn't do that one assignment, who knows what would have happened if yeah. I would be you know, sitting here um, feeling confident enough to show up like, you know, maybe I wouldn't have if I didn't do it. So thank you for that. That's really helpful. And I do think that the um, projects and the assignments that you have inside are really applicable. That's something I really appreciated. So why don't we talk a little bit about like, what do people learn in the program? Because I think it's obvious now that it'd be a really good asset uh, to your nutrition business. But like, what makes the program? What is inside? Oh, the program's just awesome. I can't give away all the secrets. Just kidding. No, we, um, so the program is comprised of basically four main teaching components. So we have the uh, course modules, which is sort of the the heart or the, the juice of the course. And we release one a week. 
Um, they're roughly 90 minutes in length, split up into six to eight segments. So they're easily digestible, pardon the pun. Um, and that's sort of the core of the program. And then the other three components, we have the written assignments, which we've talked about. So they are cumulative. They build on each other. There's one due roughly a week. And then there's the cooking assignments where students can choose from groupings of recipes based on uh, their own personal dietary philosophy and With that, they take some photos of the process, uh, offer a bit of a critique, what they liked and didn't like. And so that's the third component of learning. And the fourth is live Q&A sessions and community um, building sessions that we do on roughly a weekly basis together where students can ask their questions live and I answer them and they can connect with, with other students. So the... The curriculum is sort of unified um, in that it all works together. We give students their assignments right up front um, so that, you know, I recognize everyone is an adult and has a life so that, you know, they can plan out their workload. We do have deadlines that we expect our, our certified level students to adhere to. But overall, the curriculum is about a from scratch, whole foods based dietary philosophy. And then within that, we invite our students to determine their own food philosophy. So whether it's, you know, vegan at one end of the spectrum or paleo or keto at the other, it's not up to me to decide the most healthful, nourishing, sustainable diet for every student that joins us from around the world. Um, That would be ridiculous. Uh, What I do is offer basic foundational uh, healthy living, healthy eating principles like no matter what diet you choose, there's going to need to be a lot of non-starchy plant-rich foods in there like vegetables. Um, No matter what diet you choose, we're going to need to focus on stabilizing blood sugar to manage mood, hormones, the endocrine system, you know, all of those functions. We're going to talk with the microbiome. So there's there's sort of these foundational principles that need to be applied to every diet. And then, you know, every student in the certified levels has a dedicated program coach and they get to work with that coach to sort of massage things as needed for their own specific food philosophy, their own needs, and to be held accountable to getting the work done. Uh, so that's sort of... Um, the core of the program and a lot of things that I've just mentioned are really what make this program unique from others, you know, specifically other cooking type programs where we are not dictating one food philosophy, uh, that we really are inclusive and support inclusivity to ensure that, you know, not just, you know, I, me, Megan can't tell you, Stephanie, to eat how I eat. And just like as a responsible practitioner, you can't expect everyone that comes to seek your guidance to eat just the way you eat either. And that's something that um, I feel very strongly about. And I work really hard to, to, to explain and share and demonstrate how and why we can work with people of all different uh, dietary needs. I think that's so great because like you said, and that's something you know, I learned kind of early on of becoming a nutritionist working with clients is, yeah, it's really hard to force anyone to do anything or expect them to, you know, adhere to the same level of, you know, nutrition or diet or whatever it is as you and to be open-minded. So to know that the program is open-minded. So if someone comes in and eats a certain way, it's not like they're going to be shamed for that. It's like, okay, let's celebrate that and also teach you fundamental foundational ways to like have a healthy lifestyle with whatever diet, whatever lifestyle you have. A dietary label doesn't make it a healthy diet. It's what you do with, with the parameters that does. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. And I just wanted to point out because I feel like I have to give a shout out to Caitlin. She was my um, program lead and I absolutely loved her. And she was a big reason why I feel like I had so much success in the program because I feel like you guys do a really good job of having really strong program leads, people who care so much. Like I remember her just caring so much about my success. And she's actually a friend of mine now. Like she's told me she's coming out to the island and I'm like, let's get together. So I think it's like not only the program and the content you're getting, but it's like the relationships and that opportunity to like nurture what you've already learned, maybe in a different nutrition setting and put it into practice with some support behind it. Yeah. And I think that's why before we recorded, I asked, I thought you had lived in Saskatchewan before you moved out West. And I think it's sort of because I knew Caitlin had lived out there Mm -hmm. and I I somehow knew you two were connected. And I don't know how, like, I obviously don't know all of the students and who they're assigned to, but I think there's something about the both of you that you kind of remind me of each other a little bit. Yeah, we're pretty similar. So good job there. <laughs> you did the right thing. And actually, um, one of the girls in my group, Courtney, she is a really good friend of mine now, like a really close friend. And she lives in Winnipeg. So it's just so funny. Like, I guess when I really reflect, like some of the relationships I built have like mm-hmm. lasted a really long time. I kind of forget that I met these people through your program, but that is really where the yeah. relationship started. I also know Courtney because I went to Winnipeg and I think oh, we had like a Winnipeg CNE meetup when I was there a few years ago. Oh, she's the sweetest. I love her yes. so, so much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's awesome. You kind of explained what to expect in the program, um, how it kind of can maybe complement some of the like holistic nutrition learning that someone did maybe in another school. I would love to talk a little bit about like what could someone offer as a CNE grad. So I know that you mentioned a little bit beforehand like workshops and things like that, but let's just dig a bit deeper into that. Right. So I designed the program with the intention of teaching people how to teach and share this information. And that was kind of as far as my imagination went with it. And what's been really incredible to see is the massive variety in ways that people are applying what they've learned. So we've had students develop their own food products from scratch. And, you know, we have two grads down in St. Louis, Rita and Candy, who've had a food product become FDA approved for shelf stability. They're now in Whole Foods markets across St. Louis and in health food stores across the United States. Like that's really incredible. And I didn't teach them how to do food packaging and and all the stuff that it takes, but we got the foundation with them and then they took off from there. Uh, We have a student doing um, curated gift basket delivery. We have a student in Sydney, Australia, who is one of the leads in the Google kitchen doing um, cooking classes for the Googlers. We have uh, graduates in um, hot and sunny destinations sort of running retreats and leading uh, kitchens at retreat centers. We have a student who runs a bed and breakfast out on the East coast of Canada. So she obviously runs it and promotes it as a healthy vacation spot with really delicious homemade meals made there. We have uh, one of our grads is the executive chef at a downtown Toronto, um, healthy sort of business district lunch eatery. We have students doing food photography, food styling, recipe development, um, cookbook ghostwriting. We have students publishing their own cookbooks that have won awards. Um, Specific menu development for, say, uh, restaurants or conference centers that need to have a vegan menu or a gluten-free menu or a dairy-free menu or, or that kind of thing. 
We have people doing private chef work. And then we have a lot of people working for sort of some of the bigger brands that we know of, whether it's running their test kitchens, doing recipe development, doing influencer work. Um, We have one student who manages a health food store who coordinates and organizes the whole education component and does recipe creation in their commercial kitchens. So the, the opportunities are literally only limited to the individual's imagination and their willing to their willingness to work. But yeah, the, the applications of what people learn are incredible. And of course we also have tons of school teachers, tons of parents who are really just looking to be able to offer some, education with confidence in helping their children and family and parents uh, eat better. Mm-hmm. I remember I was matched because I think you get an accountability partner in the group. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. So I was matched with this lady, Anne, and she was just doing the program to help her family um, eat healthier. And like, she's another person I just look on so fondly. And I really like there is something magical about you, Megan, because you do curate <laughs> really awesome groups of people because even when you were just saying all of those people that did all of those wonderful things I could actually picture most of, most of them in my head like I know about them and I think it's because not only are you really good at curating a good group of people good energy of people you your program is so good at promoting people so you know you know when someone's had a really great accomplishment or a win or launched a new product or done a workshop it's not like these things happen behind the scenes and it's never celebrated like your team does a really good job of bringing this all out into the light. No, once you're in, you can't ever escape. <laughs> like we are going to let you. It's, the thing is, I think it's partly, um, I mean, Sandy Bruner is our head program coach and she's been with me. She did her co-op from nutrition school with me in 2000 and we hired her in 2011. She was here the first couple months of 2012 and she's been with me ever since. Um, she's our head program coach. And so she, she's gotten to know all of the students, not all of them, but the ones who are out there working and doing stuff. And for me personally, I've had a lot of, you know, wonderful and amazing and, and to me, unbelievable business successes, um, in what I have personally created, but the greatest, reward for, you know, my blood, sweat and tears over the last 12 years is the success that others have. And so when I see, you know, in my feeds, like someone launching something or a new website or teaching a class or having their little one in the kitchen with them, to me, that is the greatest reward for my effort, which is why I get so much genuine joy out of celebrating the accomplishments of of this community. Mm, yeah. Well, and and I think just at, on the receiving end to feel like that that type of support is there too, because I think when you get started, well, I know when you get started, it's just so terrifying. Like you're afraid to put yourself out there. You're afraid no one will like what you're, you know, putting out there, what you're launching. Um, and just to have that kind of cheerleading squad yeah. is just so nice because you feel like, okay, like worst comes to worst, like these people have got my back and, you know, they're going to cheerlead me even if nobody else is in my corner. So it's actually just like a really special community of people. Yeah. yeah. And I ask them to be honest too. So like when people put stuff out there in the group and which is amazing because we have our, our private community group that grows every year you announce something and you're going to get like 30 or 40 comments of like praise and congratulations. And I also encourage people to say, you know, look at it critically, look at it like a, like a customer or a client or a student or whatever the case may be. And, and be open to receiving or giving that critical guidance. Cause that's what elevates 
all of us. It elevates the reputation of the school. It elevates the reputation of our certification and it makes us all better at what we do. So we're not just, you know, blowing, blowing smoke up each other's tissues all the time. We're encouraging and also pushing each other to continue to grow and evolve. Mm, yeah, that's, that's really important. I think that's the way you become a really successful entrepreneur is like taking what you're making and tweaking it and, you know, putting that first copy out and continuing to improve it and getting the feedback. So I'm glad yeah. that you teach that as well. Yeah. And you like, ultimately, like, I know there's a lot of fear and imposter syndrome and the inner critic and all that, all those phrases. Um, but like, ultimately, you, you want to be embarrassed by your first efforts. Like that is a sign that you are getting better and improving. And like, I have my first YouTube videos up still that 12 years later, and they are so cringy and, and horrible. Um, but I'm glad that that's how they make me feel because it helps me to know that I am improving and I am taking those risks and, and developing my skills and my ability to, to do what I do. Um, so it's important just to, to start and do something. Mm-hmm. That's what I always say to like my clients. Like if you're feeling like, you know, you're not putting perfect things out there or like you're in that self-judgment, like just go and look at someone's Instagram from the minute they started it and it, you'll see it evolve, right? Like we're not all starting out as pros. Like we, we all start somewhere. And I think we forget that. And we like so easily like judge ourselves based on what's somebody's putting out now and forgetting like you know for you the 12 years that it took you to get to the place where you are today yeah and the other thing too is that when you are starting out there's not a lot of people with eyes on you anyway so you can be like oh she's an overnight success it's like not really you just didn't know her before anyone else did like you just weren't one of the first to find this person and there's really no such thing as an overnight situation Mm -hmm. good point Well, to wrap this up, um, do you have any like success stories? I know you kind of already shared what people were doing with the certification, but anyone that comes to mind that like you really want to highlight and kind of show what's possible um, with the certification? Oh my gosh, you're totally putting me on the spot right now. Oh, sorry. Um, (laughs) No, I mean, what I've found really, really inspiring, and we have a post about this on our blog right now, but with you know, the pandemic and stay at home and all this stuff, like it's obviously affected our graduates whose business was teaching classes. But what I have found so incredibly inspiring is the number of alumni that have risen up and taken their skills and applied it to this current circumstance using their tenacity and their grit and their creativity and keeping their businesses going even in amongst, or I shouldn't say even, I should say like, in amongst everything going on. Um, to me, that is really inspiring. And there's a lot of them who are doing this. So no individual is floating to my mind, but just seeing how people keep going and, and creating, um, these amazing, not just businesses that they love and, and that are of service and that are important, but that through this, they're also creating, a lifestyle that is very intentional for them. You know, we all have our own idea of what we consider, you know, quality of life. I built my business based on a certain quality of life and parameters, how I wanted to live and seeing other people now have that freedom to do that for themselves, um, to live really intentionally and, and loving the opportunities that come their way. Um, that is, that's the, the greatest thing of all, of all of this. 
Mm, yeah, that's good. And I think it's probably also hard to highlight certain people because there's just so many people, let's be honest. There, there are a lot. Things. And I, I don't like to play favorites. I mean, there's certain people that stand out in my mind who did the program early on um, because it was a bit smaller and, and there was that connection. But it's, it's you know, people like Caitlin, who you mentioned, who um, just keeps going and running her retreats and her group cooking classes, Caitlin Isles. Um, she lives in a small town and a lot of people think like, well, no one's going to come to these things in a small town, but it's not actually true at all. And uh, Trudy Stone is another one of our graduates who was recently a speaker on, we just ran a virtual masterclass. It was supposed to be an in-person event in Toronto. Um, And she's made her way onto all of the national media. She's sort of a go-to expert, uh, culinary nutrition expert on our major television networks, on radio. Uh, She's published, self-published her own book. She's got her own program. She's doing this full time. And so there's a few people that just show that tenacity that um, is really incredible. And then there's, you know, now that you've asked me now, it's like all flooding in. <laughs> I've never been okay. good at like those, those like fire round questions. But yes. you know, one of our one of our students who has who had a daughter, um, her name is escaping me. I feel like her, her first name is Kristen. Um, she had a daughter who had extremely complicated health issues. She was born very premature. She's now six years old, had spent five years in and out of the hospital. And uh, her mom did our program in the fall of 2018 and just posted in our community group that her daughter has been uh, free of hospital visits for over a year now, the longest stretch since she was born. And that was just taking what she learned and applying it in her own home kitchen. And to me, like that is everything. So that makes me want to cry. I know. Oh, real. Like, whew. Yeah. I got emotional there because it's like, you don't, like it's the little things, right? I think we forget so often that like we think we need to like convey all this complicated health information to people and like spin their minds and tell them everything. And sometimes it's like the most simplistic no. habits that we need to teach them to build in that can change an entire life. It's like, what's for breakfast? Let's start there. Mm-hmm, right? And like simplifying it like that. Oh, I love that you shared that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, This has been so fantastic. I mean, I could probably talk to you for hours, but I know you're a busy lady and I do not want to take up your time. Um, But can you share, you know, when is the next program starting? How can people um, get on the list for it? What is the opportunity for them to take this to the next step? Yes. So we run our program once a year from mid-September to mid-December. So registration is now open. Uh, We have one, depending on when this airs, we should have one payment plan option still available. Um, so you can head over to culinarynutrition.com forward slash program. And I know Stephanie, you'll have links on your website. And we also have a free training. It's a five day mini training. Uh, and that's at culinarynutrition.com forward slash free training. A note for everyone who has their businesses, make your URLs really easy to say, <laughs> which is what we do. Um, I host a monthly information session about the program, which you can join. We go a little more in depth than Stephanie and I just did. And uh, I'm going to be offering as well a complimentary summer cooking series. So all of that is at culinarynutrition.com. And I know um, Stephanie will have uh direct links for you to make that super easy to find your way. Yeah, everything will be in the show notes, you guys. So if you just click on the episode, check out the details, everything will be there. And yeah, thank you so much, Megan. It's just been a pleasure. I love chatting with you. I feel like you're like, definitely my type of person. So (laughs) (laughs) the chat is great. 
<laughs> Wonderful. I really enjoyed chatting with you and you are one of our grads that that stands out in my mind. You've been you've evolved since graduating doing different things, but you've continued to stay the course and be committed and that's one of the most challenging things when you're running your own business that when you you run into those hurdles that you you keep going. You figure out a way to get over them, um to move them as the case may be. But um yeah, so congratulations on on the amazing work you've you've been doing and continue to do. Oh, thank you. That that means a lot to me. Thank you, Megan. Okay, we'll chat with you soon and have a good one. You too. Thank you. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend, or take us on social media. Catch you next time.